0: I mean, I was told by my film professor, there are films and there are movies. And sometimes you've got to know what you're walking into. Yeah. See, but I come from a time when movies were films. Good morning, movie friends, and welcome back to the Court Cinema Podcast. I'm Real Slogan, and here we talk everything film and TV. Today, we're going to be talking about the newest sci-fi film on the block, The Creator. It came out last week, Friday. I got a chance to go out and see it on Thursday at Dolby Theaters, and I've been pretty excited for this film. It has a very solid background and a very solid group of people behind the camera, directed and written by Gareth Edwards, who directed Rogue One, Godzilla. He has a very, very strong filmography on his hands. So I was very confident in him to direct another great sci-fi film. Leading this film. cinematography is greg frazier one of the best cinematographers working today he dp'd for films like the batman dune and mandalorian he's definitely one of the best working today and i can't wait to see what else he does here he delivers once again and also composing for this film is hans zimmer hans zimmer who is probably top two composer of all time fails to disappoint and here he delivers another great great score overall for this movie i've been very very excited for it dune got canceled till next year so i was really in need of a great sci-fi film and this film was supposed to be my sci-fi film of the year I had a lot of excitement for this film and so much anticipation, which is why I was so saddened by how disappointed I was after I saw it. And by no means do I hate their creator. I think it's one of the most important films of the year. It's made for a budget under $100 million, and it looks better than The Flash and Ant-Man Quantum Media, with just terrible CGI for over $200 million budgets. And this film was also an original IP, and it's a very, very rare sighting. Seeing the top 10 the highest grossing movies of 2023... Barbie, which is based off of Mattel, Super Mario Brothers, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Oppenheimer, Fast X, Spider-Verse, the list goes on. A lot of these are just based off of adaptations or just sequels to other films. By no means are these films bad, but it does just show how Hollywood is just becoming more and more creatively bankrupt. I think even with all my disappointment for the film, there is still a lot to love with this movie. The cinematography from Greg Fraser is just absolutely beautiful as you would expect, And on top of the great cinematography for this film, the film was also shot on the Sony FX3, which is a $4,000 camera. You can literally buy this camera from Amazon right now if you want to, and it'll be here by the end of this week. And this film looks breathtaking. It's absolutely insane seeing how much they can do with such a low-budget camera. There's obviously a lot of other variables to making a great film besides just your equipment, like the framing, blocking, etc. But still, the fact that this is just a great entryway to making great short films, and it looks better than something like Marvel's She-Hulk, not trying to throw any shots, but I just did. It's pretty special seeing what they were able to do with such a tight budget. Also, Hans Zimmer coming in for the score, which I didn't really know he was going to be composing this film until a week before the movie came out. Hans Zimmer, once again, he just fails to miss. His score brings so much emotion to enhance an already emotional and intimate story. The themes for this movie are just so great. There's so much heart with this film and so much great things to explore. I think it takes advantage of the mankind versus AI or robots, whatever you want to call it, and makes you wonder this may be the best film for this subgenre. I mean, there's obviously other films like I, Robot and Ex Machina, even the Terminator films, that definitely does really earn its place in that subgenre. But with this film, it introduces so much thought-provoking and philosophical topics that you can discuss for hours on end, as well as this being a very intimate and character-driven story, which I was very surprised by. It's very, very emotional, and I love that about this movie. Now, all these great aspects of the film would easily, on paper, make it a four point out of five. It very well should be, but the one thing holding it back is its writing. It's the final piece to having this film be an incredibly executed movie. It has the cool concept, very incredible themes, the acting, the music, the cinematography. All the aspects to make it great, but the writing makes it miss the mark incredibly. I wouldn't even say it's bad writing, but it's just bland and generic and way too familiar. I think you've seen this film before. Oh, there's a Chosen One figure. A giant space station in the sky needs to be destroyed because it wreaks havoc on planets. A little bit on the nose, but you get what I mean. And a ton of other Hero's Journey stereotypes that made me find myself literally predicting what would happen in this movie and sometimes even getting it right it just is very just generic it's just like a cat and mouse type of adventure film that you've seen before you've seen this movie before you've seen it a thousand times and you're probably gonna see it a thousand times again it feels like it belongs in the early 2000s to 2010s era of film where we were getting a lot of those just cool original sci-fi movies like you know Chappy, Elysium, Avatar, even the Matrix trilogy to some extent. That's where it feels like it belongs. It feels like this movie is just maybe 20 years too late. And that's a very sad thing to say. I see why you love this movie. And by no means do I hate it. I think that maybe as time goes on, it'll grow on me. But for right now, it just missed the mark. And people who are in my shoes are saying that there should be a director's cut for this movie. And in my opinion, I don't even think a director's cut would save it. I see why it'll add more meat and potatoes for the film but all the story beats get hit all the exposition that is given to you is given to you it's not even confusing at all but it's just a fine movie it's just very average that's where it all comes down to and that's what makes me very sad and upsetting after i watched it. Is it's so fine it's so average which isn't good enough in today's era of film So if you ask me, hey, Logan, should I go out to see this movie? I would probably still say yes, regardless of me going on a big rant about how fine it is. It's an original property, unlike a lot of big movies coming out. And seeing how it's performing, it's giving big studios a reason for why movies like this shouldn't really come out anymore. At the time of this recording, it's only made $32.3 million worldwide against an $80 million budget, pretty much solidifying the fact that this movie is a bomb. A lot of people say they're tired of superhero films. Oh, we had too many superhero films and sequels, but they don't show up to films like this. And this is a movie that definitely I would love to see expanded on. There's so much cool world building and mythology and lore with this world that I don't really see exploring in with a sequel. I don't think it ends at a point where a sequel is really needed. But at the same time, when you look at Star Wars A New Hope, that didn't really feel like it was sequel worthy. And even The Matrix... To some extent, doesn't you feel like it's worth a sequel, but yet we still got great film properties out of both Star Wars and The Matrix for good reason. So I definitely think it is important to show up to films like this that are original because we don't know where it could branch out to. But even outside of branching out into a whole new universe, looking at this film on its own, it's just very visually stunning, beautiful score, awesome acting... Great themes and world building to explore and surprisingly very very intimate and emotional and for under 100 million dollars this is probably the best you're gonna get. Even for how bland the movie is it has so much heart and character to it that just makes it feel so authentic to itself. I really wanted to love this movie. I see why you would love it. There's so many moments that had me and my friend going crazy and fist bumping and punching the air because of how cool and just out of this world some of these things are that are happening on screen. It's a very fun film, but it just couldn't really outshine my disappointment that it had at the very end. My final rating for this movie is a 3.5 out of 5. Should you see it? Yeah, but you might be disappointed, but it's still very fun. Just like how Nicole Kidman says before every single AMC movie, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. But... The crater definitely broke my heart because of how bland it was.